Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Chris, uh, this is the week of Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Not to you, bah not humbug. to you, to our listeners. Oh, yeah, Merry Christmas, listeners. listeners. Yeah, not absolutely. you, Paul. I'm not doing that. Hey, guys, uh, this has been another crazy year for Diesel Performance Podcast, and we did just want to take a minute to say thank you. Uh, you guys listening to the show, you make this happen. You know, our, our sponsors, they, they definitely help us produce the show and give us the funding we need to, to make it. But, man, just all the responses, the messages, the, the Facebook group, just everything that our listeners do for us, we really just cannot say thank you enough. You guys are you guys are the best. I can't believe you guys take the time to listen to Paul. Me, I can see, but Paul, <laughs> that's a rough one. You sound like my wife. Um <laughs> Uh, but but for today, guys, we have a special thing that we're, we're going to do just once in a great while yeah. here where we make these amazing videos over at Duramax Tuner's YouTube channel. I encourage you to check them out. They're called the Diesel Insights videos. We've talked about them before on the show. Uh, today, we're going to give you the full Diesel Insights episode that uh, Nick Pregnitz and Jamie Curley produced or, or starred in, I guess we would say, um, about recreational towing. And I think it's a really nice segue for the listeners that listened to last week's episode, uh, where we did a ride-along in this truck. Um, the setup then versus now is a little different, but to anyone that says, hey, you know what, I fit this description of how I use my truck, and I want to be able to utilize it in a similar manner, go check out the, the episode from last week. You'll yeah. see how a truck operates and what that end-all be, all for a ultimate tow rig could potentially be. So take a look at this episode, check it out. You can go on our YouTube channel as well and watch the episode live if you're more of a visual person. Yep. But, uh, you know, it's just really cool that, you know, we got to take the truck out last week, kind of show the ins and outs, the perfections, imperfections, if you will. Now you get to hear the owner of the truck and why they set the truck up a certain way and how the use and, you know, what his uh, concerns are with, you know, uh, a vehicle operation when towing. So. Absolutely. So let's kick it over to Nick and Jamie. Hi, I'm Nick Pregnance with DuramaxTuner.com. Today on Diesel Insights, we have Jamie Curley with us. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. Jamie has a lot of history towing, a lot of history using the truck, using our tunes. Yeah. And I think it'll be interesting for the viewers to hear kind of where you started and how you've come along and, you know, how you went from a customer to, <laughs> yeah, to working here and you're, uh, yeah. Why don't you just jump into it, man? Tell the us whole buyer's about. journey, yeah. The buyer's um, journey, exactly. So I've uh, been towing for about 23 years. Uh, started out with uh, with typical entry-level pop-up camper. Right on. That, that lasted about a year. This is prior to my diesel life. Okay. Uh, after that, went into a bumper tow. I'm still um, not into the diesel life. Owned a Suburban. Had that for about six years. We have three, at this point, three small daughters. Okay. And we did a lot of camping. Um, kids got bigger. Rig had to change. Yep. Um, bought my first fifth wheel, introduced diesel. Okay. Uh, bought a 2007 and a half LMM nice. in 2009, 30,000 miles, two wheel drive. And uh, bought a bully dog tuner, box tuner off of Craigslist okay. for a thousand bucks. All right. Threw it in the truck, was amazed on what it did. What trailer were you towing with at that point? Sorry to interrupt you there. I had a 41 foot fifth wheel. So pretty serious rig. Yeah, it was my first uh, dive into the fifth wheel world, uh, about 12,000 pounds empty. Okay. Definitely needed a diesel yeah, truck. Diesel. Yes, yeah. definitely had a diesel truck. Okay. Uh, bought a 2007.5 LMM in 2009. And two months later, after doing some research, uh, bought a Bully Dog box tuner off of Craigslist for 1000 bucks. So you, you towed with the truck stock probably, right? Correct. Impressions? Not a good impression. Okay. Yeah. Needed the extra power. 
needed the extra power. Um, we did our first uh, long haul or a longer haul on the highway. And I was an inex inexperienced driver, pulling a fifth wheel at that point. Um, new to the diesel world, didn't really understand the dynamics of it but did some research on it and knew that there was more power available if I went with the tuning scenario. Yeah. And before um, doing some basic research, Bully Dog offered a simple plug-in box tuner right. solution. Okay. So you tow with the Bully Dog in the 41 foot for a while. Yep. Pulled with that. Um, we only kept that rig for a year. Bought the wrong rig. Okay. Um, after we bought that rig, uh, we traded that in for a uh, triaxle toy hauler, which went uh, to 14,500 pounds. So now you got some real weight back there. I got some real weight back there. Like, that's the tail wagging the dog. Yep. With the bully dog on the truck itself, just no performance, uh, underpowered. All the scenarios that everyone doesn't want to have while right. they're pulling right. are real life. Do some more research and find out that Duramax Tuners in my hometown, of Union, Illinois, <laughs> five miles away. Go figure. Um, intro, Nick, and yep. here I am, customer. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I remember that first encounter. It was, you know, I, I have this trailer and I have this truck, and I remember thinking, "You're crazy." <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of trailer, man. It is. I want to just kind of take this time to to separate a few situations with our viewers, right? Because sure. we have. We have a lot of information out there in the internet space that is under sustained power output. So how much power can the truck make sustained going up a grade, you know, Sunset, Eisenhower, all the big yeah. grades in the country are always mentioned, right? And that would be, you know, how does the truck perform its constant steady load? Then there's also the part about doing the pass, yeah. right? And the pass is, that's a buffered spot. You've got, <laughs> you've got a little while for the truck to warm up. Your EGTs are going to come up, your engine cooling temperature is going to come up. The truck's going to become unhappy with you after 10, 12, 14 seconds, yeah. whatever it is, right? But that's a, that's a calculated move. And during those 10, 12, 14 seconds, whatever it is, <clears throat> that extra power is useful. Oh, it definitely changes the whole landscape of pulling. When you don't have the power, you don't have the sustainable power, the trucks and heat soak, or all those other variables are working against you, yeah. like it changes the whole dynamic of the ride, right? And for me, I can manage that as the guy that's in control, but usually I have my wife or someone next to me, yeah. that's when it gets crazy, right? Yeah. Because now you're not worried about so much your calculation, but you're worried about the impression you leave with the passenger. Of course. Yeah, and I, I remember riding in the truck. I remember riding in the truck when it was fairly stocked, just to because I wanted to get yeah. a picture of that, right? And so you're riding it, it. What I could tell was working the truck in fifth gear. Mm -hmm. And anytime you had to go out and run the truck, downshift into fourth, engine screaming, engine fan yeah. on. Yeah. It's working, and everybody in the truck knows it. Yeah. Well, you know it, right? I mean, you, you're 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 a you're a seasoned guy in the in the diesel world, but for for my wife or someone else, I'm like those like the noise, vibration, harshness. Yeah. That's. That's traumatic. They yeah. don't understand that. Yeah. And uh, it, again, it changes the, the whole experience pulling. It takes it from an enjoyable moment to a not so enjoyable right. moment. Right. And what I noticed when we put the tune on the truck was that as a driver, I could tell you're trying to drive around that noise vibration harshness. Yeah. You're trying oh, to yeah. keep the truck in fifth gear as long as you can yep. and take advantage of that, that wider torque curve, yeah. right? And kind of like yeah. 
lugging the hell push out of it. it yep. Right as far as you could until it's not pushing the EGT yep. gauge, it's not pushing the temp gauge. And notice the engine fan didn't come on as much. Right. I'm sure your mileage was improved. Yeah. Right. Anytime you can run lower RPM. All, all of those things took place. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> so after the LMM, you went to the LML. We retired the LMM. Yep. Um, yep. Too much trailer, not enough truck. I'm sure there's some guys watching this video who are going to be thinking, tell me about how the LML is compared to the older body style truck. What did you know, you know, as a toy hauler towing, you want to just take 30 seconds and kind sure. of tell us yeah. what? Well, first thing I noticed is that the truck was more planted, more grounded. So stability of the truck itself, uh, yeah. the box frame and the LML versus the LMM, entirely different platform. Um, the power output, albeit that uh, at the end of the LMM's life, had a stealth charger on it, built trans, uh, up the tune a bit truck made more power than my LML, yeah. but the sustainability in the LML far outweighed the LMM. So EGT is well under control. The drivability greatly improved. Noise, vibration, harshness, almost non-existent compared to the LMM. Yeah. But the truck, the LML, didn't feel like it was working half as hard as the LMM. I noticed I felt a lot more comfortable oh, in yeah, the LML. Yeah. Just, I felt like the truck had it under control. Yeah. You could tell the cooling system was a lot bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you're beating on it, I mean, I could literally see the temperatures. I could hear the fan coming out in the LMM. Yeah. You can tell, like, every time that you run into that buffer zone <laughs> that uh, yep. that it's it's doing its best. And so, you know, when you bought the LMLs before we had introduced Smart EGT back down, mm -hmm. part of watching you on that LMM and watching you move to the LML and watching your eyes when you're driving, I could tell that you had a lot of anxiety around EGTs. You're kind of like... yeah. That was part of your driving style. Yeah. Um, so that was part of what drove the development of the smart EGT control in the LML. Yeah. You know, is trying to get your attention and your anxiety and your brain kind of off of that and let you focus on the road. Yeah. And learn how to drive around that. I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after pulling with that truck for seven years, uh, just kind of trained and accustomed to yeah. paying attention to the analog gauge mm -hmm. on the EGT control. Now, um, with the EGT, EGT control built in, it took me about an hour or two to understand the rhythm and get away from constantly viewing the pyrometer on the EGT monitor. So uh, tell me how, I know how you would drive the LMM and, and how you would drive the LML early on when you're watching EGTs. Yeah. Tell me how that's different or the same as the EGT back down. Sure. So the truck, the LML, is, is more responsive. So there seems to be a, a broader torque curve with the truck itself. Um, as far as where the truck likes to live is still between that 63 and 70 mile an hour. But the sustainability of the truck, it doesn't need as much momentum to move the truck through. As well as I'm not worried about the EGT so much as I would be on the LMM, right? Mm -hmm. uh, now I can focus on other things, look at just at vision, trans temperature, engine coolant temperature, um, look at other things that are on my edge monitor that I think are relevant to the pull itself. I like to understand how the truck's working yeah. in coordination with how the truck is moving. Yep. You know, sounds, uh, vibrations, all the other things that come into a, like a good towing experience now minimize with the LML compared to, to the LML. So you're focused more on how the truck's handling the load instead of how what the what the pyrometers yeah. are. Yeah, right? well, I, and, and I can also focus more on like I should be focusing on driving right. and focusing on the journey, right? Right. <laughs> that's yes. that's probably what the most important part needs to be. I knew I know at first when I was riding in the truck and we were testing this, you're asking me, is it going to back down? And I yeah. kept having to tell you that yes, but you have to stay on the throttle, right? Because you were trying to 
you were babysitting it while it was yes. trying to babysit itself. Right. And it just took a little while to get you to get confidence in the product to yeah. like use the throttle well, and trust yeah. it will back the EGTs down. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're trusting, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and you see the EGTs continue to climb and, and prior to, like that was the abort, abort, abort. Right. Um, until you see the fuel start to back out of the truck and those EGTs level to a safe operating position. Yeah. You have to experience, you right? Have to experience. And, and I said it took me about an hour to get there before I'm like, okay, well, my truck's safe. It's cool now. I got it. Yeah, yeah. And I can, I can tell you, was riding, riding as a passenger with Jamie, that he was looking at the fuel rate, trying to figure out if it's backing the fuel out, trying to see what's going on. Which to me, I, I call that a win, right? Because if you can't feel the truck pulling fuel and yeah. you can't see the speedometer coming back down, right. And you have to literally look at the edge CTS to see if the fuel rate's coming down, to know if the thing's working, yeah. like. That's pretty seamless. Right. And, and I don't know if an average guy would, would look at all those PIDs, right? Um, I have 10 on my Edge EGT, and I'm constantly focusing on you know, different dynamics of the truck, that being one of them, because I know about it. Um, to the average recreational puller, I'm not sure if they'd pay so much attention to that. Sure. They would just like to know it's there and that the truck is reacting accordingly. Yeah, I think if you started out from ground level, and I told you the EGTs are fine. Right. You'd probably be conditioned to that pretty yeah. straight out of the gate instead yeah. of seven years of yeah <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> it was a, i'll tell you what the lmm was a great learning experience especially compared to what i have now yeah uh, what a transition and it just the dynamics between the two i learned so much on the lmm and how to pull yeah. comparative to the lml so now it's like a cakewalk compared to what it was before yeah um I want to go from there and I want to jump into NPGs. Now, two different topics, right? But we get a lot of questions yeah. from our, our viewers on the YouTube channel, from uh, Diesel Podcast guys, from people who are watching us and following us. Yeah. What, are, what am I to expect on mileage? What does your tuner do to mileage? Sure. And, um, you know, after watching you tow and hearing from my customers firsthand, kind of like when the mileage results are there and when they're not there, I want to jump into that a little bit. And, uh, you know, I will say when I, when I watch you tow with the LMM and when I watch you tow with the LML on the stock tune, mm -hmm. I saw the truck kick down into fourth gear mm -hmm. often Yeah. and tack out. I mean, 24, 25, 2600 RPM yeah. and just kind of like carry it, Yep. carry it. And what happened? Tell the, tell the viewers at home what your MPG gauge says when you're doing that. Yeah, you're lucky if you tip six uh, with the trailer I have. Yeah. Um, there, there's so many variables uh, when it comes to, to MPG pulling, right? Um, yeah, obvious, the weight of what you're pulling, the weather conditions, the road surface. Sure. Um, headwinds. Headwinds, drafting. you know, how anxious you are trying to get there. Um, I, I would say uh, collectively pulling this particular trailer, um, the LMM six to nine miles a gallon, um, the LML, uh, probably between that 8 and 12 miles a gallon. Um, again, all those variables involved. Sure. Now, I, I, me personally, as a recreational puller, have never put a lot of weight into getting better gas mileage while pulling. Like, it's just a product of the task. You're, you're just not going to get the 15, 16, or 19 miles a gallon on the highway empty. You're just not going to do it. It's a vacation for you, man. It, like it is. The priority is to get there on time and safely. It's the journey, man. Right. Right? It's like what's behind that trailer is more important than the trailer itself. You usually got your family, you got some gear inside, you got a week off from the boss man. Yeah. 
it, it's about getting there. It's not about like pulling out my script and figuring out if I got eight, nine, or ten miles a gallon. I, I'm going to spend the fuel no matter what. Right. Um, and, and again, some of the variables involved, it's little control I have over it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I appreciate that. I, I want to touch back on, you know, as you're going from that fourth gear, that screaming fourth gear, occasionally up into fifth, hanging out into fifth, back down into fourth, right? Like yeah. kind of toggle in between there. Yep. To now with the tune, staying in fifth, right? For yeah. the most part, I mean, I'm big. I think you could pretty much drive the truck in fifth gear on the highway or sixth gear, depending sure. on if you have a tailwind or not. Yep. Um, what is the mileage? Have you paid attention to the mileage difference between fourth gear and fifth gear? Fourth gear and fifth gear, there's a dramatic difference between fourth and fifth gear because of the RPM load, yep. right? Um, I would say, I, and specifically haven't paid too much attention to it because I, I don't like to live in that fourth gear zone, <laughs> um, but I, I, would, I would venture to say that's probably around that four, five, six mile a gallon versus something that's going to creep up to that eight, nine mile, ten, yep. again, depending on all the other variables involved. Yeah, no, I would say that's pretty accurate, and that's... That's in line with what I hear from other customers as yeah. well, and that, that is, if I can keep the truck in high gear consistently and longer and not have to use passing gear, right. that's my fuel savings right yep. there. And whether it's a Kodiak or it's a three-quarter yeah. ton truck, you know, that's the trick. So, you know, just if you're considering calling us and asking that question, it's if you're on the cusp of or you think you can tow in that next gear up, that's where your fuel savings are going to come from. Uh, yes, I mean, the efficiency of the motor and, you know, all the other things that go around tuning, those are very small increments compared to mm -hmm. a gear shift. If we can get that gear shift up, yeah, that's, that's it. Our jack tuning works really nice. Again, above that 63 to 70 mile an hour, um, I can roll in the sixth gear overdrive. Okay. And truck is sustainable. EGTs are under control. Headwind, hills, different stories, sure. downshift, Which fifth gear, fifth, right? Yeah. Whether whether it be me manually doing it or a truck doing it based upon the load. But truck lives really nice above that 63 mile an hour to 70 plus. I don't know if you want to go pulling beyond 70, 75, but sure. it is what it is. Yeah. Truck moves really, really nice with that. Okay, okay. I appreciate that. Um, let's talk about drivability. And drivability with a trailer, I consider more like a confidence thing. Yeah. Right, so that's zero to 45 miles an hour, that getting on the on-ramp, that uh, being able to navigate through uh, in-town traffic mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just just feeling confident enough to yeah. <laughs> have the trailer. <laughs> I mean, you go to Door County, you go to uh, places where there's, there's tourists, you know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're in traffic. Well, totally, again, two different events, local driving versus highway driving. Um, I've never found any struggle with either platform, LMM or LML, with my trailer, local driving. Um, yeah, merging on and into traffic, um, long as you got enough, you know, enough room and it can safely maneuver. I find the challenge is just getting the, not so much the power demand, but getting the load to move without putting too much stress and pressure on the rig itself, so right? You're like feeling like the truck yeah, is too much camber. Like yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm dealing with something that's 12 foot six high. So right. I've never had a problem with the traffic piece uh, in two lane. Um, plenty of power pulling to and from local events, no big deal. Highway is where. It's really where you get the benefits of having Heavy having tuning. a strong tune. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, I appreciate that. Uh, appreciate that clarity. It's been interesting to go to the longer Diesel Insights format on this one and get a chance to talk to you on your real-world use of the truck. Yep. And hear how it impacts drivability, reliability, um, especially how you've gone from the LMM to the LML. 
kind of like, you know, get the difference on that stuff. Sure. Um, nice to run down on the mileage stuff. Nice to run down on the EGT back down, how that works versus how you used to drive the truck. Yep. Uh, hopefully that stuff resonates with our customers and, you know, whether or not they're using your trailer or a landscaping trailer. Yeah, lots of trailer options out there, right? <laughs> right lots exactly. of variables. Yep. Uh, I think this information translates across all those platforms. Yep. You know, if you're driving the truck on the highway, you can expect similar results to what Jamie's talking to us about. And if you're driving the truck in town, again, same deal. Yep. So, hope this has been useful for you. I'm Nick Pregnant. This is Jamie Curley. Is there back in town? Huh? Back what? Thin Lizzy? Concert That's now. Not a Thin song.